Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now go ahead and get a jump start on planning a fun Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. And I thought we'd kick off good things today with a little bit of, in case you missed it, headlines. You know, the best place to get all the good headlines, though, at least about Mississippi, is over on the Good Things Facebook group. Every time I see something, I share it there, sometimes late at night, early in the morning, all throughout the day. And it is your one-stop shop for the good that's happening in our state. And I know we're not going to get into anything Oscar other than I just wanted to mention... The memes are great. And other than that, I just wanted to mention that a documentary on a Mississippian uh, won an Oscar, Queen of Basketball. You may have seen that. There is a great headline over um, or a great article over at Supertalk.fm that explains it. But it's a 22-minute op doc about Mississippian and basketball legend Louisa Harris. Did I say that correctly, Rhino? Louisa, I believe so. Uh, Louisa. Um, and it reeled in an Academy Award on Sunday night for short subject uh, documentary. If you haven't heard, it's produced by Shaquille O'Neal and directed by Ben uh, Proudfoot. And it's it's cool. And it was even shown, at least in some of the uh, cinema places around central Mississippi, for sure, for free showings. And then, yeah, you can catch it online. And how cool is that, that she is getting her time and, you know, in the spotlight for all that she did for basketball and women's sports in general, not just uh, just in basketball. So if you haven't seen that, I'm sure there's ways that you can. You can also read more about it over on the Good Things Facebook group. And this was me scrolling um, Instagram. I keep up with all of our Good Things guests um, who join us. They, they become part of our family when they've joined us here on the show. You may remember uh, Jenny Anderson. She uh, She's from Oxford. She's a, a, a photographer. And she left going to New York saying she was going to um, – photograph Broadway and she did or she does <laughs> and she um, has got the opportunity if you saw where um, Ariana DeBose won for her role in um, West Side Story which was also went won an Oscar at what 35 years ago or whatever the original released maybe it was longer than that I don't know I'm getting those dates wrong doesn't matter but she got to photograph her in her Oscar getup. I don't know if it was like right before or during the Oscar. It wasn't at the Oscars, but in a photo shoot of some kind in her little red jumpsuity giddy up thingy majigger. Anyway, pretty cool. Pretty cool moment to sort of connect those two. Kudos to that Mississippian who's still rocking. I guess she's back in New York doing uh, doing her thing. Well, I guess not there. I guess she was in on the West Coast doing her thing for the Oscars. But I thought, hey, look at you. Okay, that's what was. It was messing with my head because I was going, there's no way it works out like that. West Side Story, the yes. original, uh-huh. came out in 1961, okay. which is 61 60. years ago. Okay, well, longer than that. But it's still the... When I was doing the math, I was going, wait, I'm getting 61, but it started at 61. It started at 61. 
Yes, but she won the Oscar for playing the role, and I can't remember the lady's name, who who also played the original role in West Side Story 61 years ago. She also won an Oscar for her performance. Both That role has garnered two Oscars from two different people, is what I was trying to say. And a Mississippian got to, uh, you know, uh, do her photos in her Oscar getup. That's all I was getting at, and it's pretty good. <laughs> We're going to get around, uh, around to it uh, for sure. Getting around to it. And if you haven't gotten around to doing something with your Mardi Gras beads, and now for Central Mississippians, your uh, St. Patty's Day uh, bur- uh, beads, then you still have time to put them uh, to good use. Don't throw them away, which I don't think you would. I think some of us who are kind of into that, or if you have kids, you've got that weird five-gallon bucket drawer, something where all of the beads. I from- mean, I threw away a, a sizable chunk of them, but that was before I had heard about that. If you think about it, you're like, why not throw them away? That's really weird, Rebecca. It's just trash once you get them home. I get that. But if you think about like the environment and if those beads broke away, how they could maybe not be the best for our sea friends if they or river friends if they make it into fresh waters or streams or, or the oceans. So if you've got an opportunity and you still have a bunch of them, then the Mississippi Aquarium can put them to good use and they will actually recycle them. And so now through April the 2nd, which I guess will be Saturday, um, between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., so a few more days left on that. Yes, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, this weekend. No, Saturday. Saturday. So show up Sunday. I bet if you're a day late, you won't be a dollar short, and they will let you turn in your beads. But it does say April the 2nd, and they will take them off your hands and make sure that they get recycled. And I will say, if you think that that's too much uh, of a hassle, think about like what a lot of folks do with their Easter eggs. They they save them and store them, which I know is obnoxious. But then you can give them to um, either your local parades or you can gift them forward for upcoming events uh, for them to be able to throw out again. I mean, that way you're not buying more, right? I mean, you're still doing the same thing with them. I mean, you're not keeping Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of hanging on to last year's is you uh, you got to have starter beads. Mm-hmm. You can't show up to a bead parade without beads already on. That's just faux pas. That's faux pas. But And I know some are like, you want a medal, because you called it and you're keeping it and it's true decoration. I don't think they want the prized, you know, beads. They're not getting my toilet bowl beads. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something to at least think about. If you think twice before you just toss those into the into the garbage can. I am obsessive compulsive about cutting um, drink. Six-pack holders. Six-pack holders, Six whatever pack it may rings. be. Oh, you know, whatever. I'm obsessive compulsive about it. Like, we don't buy many of them around the house at all. But when we do, I, I, you have that, like, instinct of, like, well, what if that one turtle makes it in there? It's not going to be my fault. And so it takes you, like, what, five seconds and cut them all to shreds and, and at least do your and, – and you can do you can do your part for sure. I'm cracking up because on the ceasefire text line from the 601, I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> I thought you meant save your Easter eggs and throw them at people later. You know, there are some days there on good things where it get out a little frustration. It's a new tradition on March 29th of every year. <laughs> throw your Easter eggs at people. I appreciate the text, and I need to clarify. So the plastic eggs 
that a lot of churches, community organizations utilize for upcoming Easter egg hunts. They will ask when you leave the event, because let's, I mean, come on, what are kids going to do? They're opening them as me- immediately as they sit down. It's kind of like, you know, Halloween candy all over. They're organizing it, and then they get tossed either in the trash or they're back in their basket. So many events have gotten smart with it and said, hey, They'll have um, trash bags or trash cans or whatever set up bins, and then you put those plastic ones back in, and then they store them. And because those are, I mean, you think about some of our churches and community Easter egg hunts are putting out thousands of them on plastic boogers. And so, I mean, it adds up every year, and why not just recycle those? So you can also pay those forward, don't have to just trash them. You have this idea that you're going to keep them and use them for something at your home, like in terms of a creative toddler weekend something other you're not you're not gonna store nothing in them your kids aren't gonna play with them past a week go on and just don't even get them in the car i'm just imagining the one person who is just religious about their old plastic easter egg organizational skills like they, they have an entire bucket that's yellow eggs and it keeps their really tiny socks in them or something and then they've got the other bucket <laughs> that's got the blue eggs in it and it holds all pennies and then they've got a drawer over there because you can't keep a whole lot in them, but I've seen people like, no, I'm going I'm to put stuff in them. I'm going to use them. Talk about things there. They're not made like they used to make. They don't make them like they used to anymore. They don't make Easter eggs like they used to anymore. I mean, 20 years ago, they were worse, like, especially the big ones now. you, I mean, they just crumble in a toddler's hand. You just got the little ones, the big ones, and then the ever-elusive that only ever showed up on occasional Easter's. The gigantic one that was actually a pantyhose holder. You remember those? Mm-hmm. Where the pantyhose came in a giant egg that was bigger than even the biggest plastic Easter egg? You just brought back bad memories of pantyhose. Did they still make those? They should be outlawed. If I'm ever president, <laughs> executive order, all women are free to go about, roam about the country, pantyhoseless. Not pantyhoseless. <laughs> with no pantyhose <laughs> that may be the worst contraption ever created <laughs> for ladies and their legs <laughs> yeah so moving on from that for sure you got us tickled thinking about um throwing easter eggs at people so one of my favorite childhood men- memories is the smell of the vinegar and the Paul's tablets of dying eggs. And there my mind went to the smell of finding leftover Easter eggs because <laughs> There's always one. There's always one. Got hit you, a little too well. If you use real eggs for your Easter egg hunts, which I will say, pro tip, you should be buying those in the next week or two. I learned from the egg board that um, older eggs die better than fresh eggs. No idea why, but they are the pros in eggs, so take it for for what it's worth. Go ahead and buy them and stick them in the back and let them have a week or two to simmer. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <coughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events and unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And today on Good Things, you get to find out more about how the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians is providing cyber awareness training to tribal employees. And joining us to tell us a little more is John Hendricks. He's the Director of Economic Development for the Tribe. Hey, John. 
Hey, Rebecca, how are you? I am doing well, and I think this is such a cool topic. Number one, the fact that you're bridging the gap when it comes to cybersecurity, but not just for Mississippians, but for our country as a whole. So how did the tribe find itself kind of on the cutting edge of this training? Well, it's a, it's a great question and very timely. So my role, again, is, is the economic development director for the Choctaw Indians. And as you probably heard, the, the COVID um, situation really hit the community hard. So when when the COVID pandemic um, hit the tribe, we had 5,000 employees that had to, to go home and were not able to, to work because they didn't have Internet access. We have 2,000 students in the tribal school system that was not able to do distance learning because they didn't have Internet access at home. So um, it, it really opened our eyes that we needed to to expand the Internet access across the reservation and for our, our community members so to enable them to, to continue to do remote work and for the kids to be able to do distance learning while they were, um, if they had to, to go home and couldn't go to school. So we we have an initiative where we're actually going to provide broadband connectivity across the reservation to more of the 2,100 homes in the next 12 months. But the flip side of that is that the the more things become digital, the more vulnerable people are to cyber crimes. So that led to an initiative by the tribe to pursue some aggressive approaches to, to training our workforce and training the the employees and cyber awareness. So that's how we got here. You know, you're making lemonade out of lemons there, uh, John. I mean, I think the pandemic, um, you know, opened up our eyes to a lot of people who could use more uh, broadband internet for sure, but also the idea that we're moving digital. Everything's moving digital, and we need to be sort of prepared for that, as well as, too, as just sort of the security aspect of that. And why not use something like uh, the employees who are looking to get back into the workforce as an opportunity to fill some of the gaps in terms of the job? I feel like um, we've heard all the time that when it comes to cybersecurity, there are positions, more positions than there could ever be filled, and it's changing every day. So, you know, where where on the tribal's, you know, um, I guess, antenna did it come up that maybe this would be a good a good fit to have very um, specific trainings for employ for tribal employees. Sure. So it, it it's just kind of evolved naturally. So we have a, a good partnership with Dr. Sarah Lee down at University of Southern Mississippi. She runs their computer sciences division, and one of her adjunct professors, Julia Fink, um, has a background in cybersecurity at the at the federal level. So we collaborated with them to to, to come up with a kind of a comprehensive and robust um, approach to the cyber awareness. So the first thing that we're doing is that the tribe has 2,000 employees with email addresses. And so we're doing a a two-hour cyber awareness training for our um, staff. And we've recorded those trainings and we're making them available video format to our our 2,000 employees with email. At the same time, we're, we're upgrading our IT staff. So the USM team uh, one of their Ph.D. professors is um, teaching 11 of our existing IT staff currently on the CompTIA Security Plus certification credential. So that's happening over the next eight weeks. Um, they'll be going through that cr- uh, training to upskill our existing IT staff in-house. Um, 
And then we also, as you mentioned, there's um, over uh, reportedly over three million job openings across the United States for cybersecurity expertise and awareness. So we're planning to to begin hosting some classes in the um, for the high school and college students at Choctaw this summer uh, in a, a kind of an immersive, intensive uh, training approach for to to get them on the path to become. Um, uh, part of the cybersecurity workforce. So we have a, a lot of things going on around cyber awareness. Well, I think it's important, and it's definitely a good thing, but it can also be intimidating, right, John? Because if you're talking about a large portion of the tribe maybe not having Internet at home or didn't have the right devices, you go, then you're trying to teach me how to be, like, you know, police of the Internet, which I know that's not exactly true, but I think security and sort of uh, in that kind of way. But are they intimidated by it all to learn learn about this, or is it more like teach me how? Let me let me help figure out how to keep our web safe. Mm-hmm. So I guess two two perspectives on that. One is that our, our the staff that we have been running through our our two hour training session are very engaged. I mean, everybody loves the convenience of digital access and having being able to shop online and have social media and stay in touch with their friends and all of all of the benefits of, of digital and cyber and. and uh, and that world, but everybody is aware of the of the threats. I mean, you hear about it on the news. You 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 know of people who have been um, phishing attacks and ransomware and all kinds of things that that people are vulnerable to. So there's a high level of interest in learning more and more about it and being able to to be um, um, more aware and, and better defender of of, of of your computers. And then the the, the second part to that, as you mentioned. We will have over 2,000 homes um, connected to broadband within the next 12 months, and so there there will be a whole population of people who who are not used to the internet. And so, what we're doing there is that we've got 10 caseworkers in our social services department that is being trained in cyber awareness and cybersecurity measures, and they will actually be our uh, going out into the community as we deploy broadband to help households get set up um, safely and efficiently, and, and there'll be a, a go-to resource to make households, especially the the older population that's not as computer savvy, um, a little more comfortable in um, using this new technology. Well, look, John, if my 78-year-old daddy can figure out how to text, scroll Facebook, use Internet, buy parts and stuff off of eBay, I mean, anybody, and I mean anybody, <laughs> uh, will be able to sort of figure it out. I think the cooler part here is that I know it's all in the beginning stages, but a lot of those, you mentioned 3 million, maybe even a bigger number, job openings in cybersecurity, you know, nationwide, a lot of those can be done remotely. So you're tapping into something that maybe tribal members or those who are graduating there on the reservation wouldn't have to leave far from home to be able to have good paying jobs or to, you know, connect into an industry that gives them the flexibility of staying close to home. But, you know, I mean, and then it it kind of, you know, grow from there. Yeah, that's exactly right. We we agree with you. So we we think that Having broadband connectivity at every house on the reservation, as well as a device, will enable lots of job opportunities, remote work, um, uh, participating in the gig economy. There's a lot of jobs that you can do from from home if you choose not to or prefer not to go to an office. So the the, the um, cyber jobs, coding jobs, um, social media management, website design. There's there's all kinds of positions that uh, and job opportunities that'll be 
available once they have connectivity and and we just want to make them as confident and secure and and safe as as we can so that's a um, it's a multi-pronged approach well i know as director of economic development you see nothing but good things ahead i think this and then two you know the digital laying that digital foundation offers up other opportunities for businesses or or small business owners to have ideas and reach past you know the reservation or whatever it may be but kudos to you and everyone who's trying to i hate the word pivot because we've used it so much over the last three years right like it just feels like pandemic and pivot you hate to hear it but you guys really have in in a great way there so i think that's pretty cool yeah, we certainly appreciate that, and we, yes, we we definitely see it as an opportunity. Again, as you said, lemons into lemonade. So we we've added broadband connectivity to all of our our industrial buildings, all of our commercial facilities, uh, all of our government facilities, and and again, we're we're adding the the cyber awareness and cyber training to our staff and all of our employees and the community. So we feel like it's a we're doing everything we can to to enable the community to use this technology to benefit from the technology and just be to, to, to use it with safety and confidence. Well, you'll have to keep us updated here on Good Things, John, about how those students who may get the opportunity to get more education in the field of cybersecurity for, you know, Mississippi or nationwide and how that's developing. So keep in touch with us. I'd love to, to know more. We'll do it. We appreciate your interest. Thank you very much. How cool is that? Everyone needs their niche. And I mean, why not? Why not Mississippi be leading, you know, uh, the nation in in training and um, graduating young minds who have, you know, our safety online as a forefront? I mean, when you think about cybersecurity and you think about safety, I mean, there's a million and one different areas in which you can go with that from, you know, fraud in purchases to just keeping kids safe to just hijacking and, and, you know, um, hacking of all all the places, all the things. I mean, it is like a whole other police force in all the different areas. I think it's really cool. Cool. Kudos to them. All right, stick with us. We've got Tasty Tuesday for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 84. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 66. Showers and thunderstorms likely on your Wednesday, high near 82. Wednesday evening, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly cloudy, low around 51. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 71. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resource 
Resources Support Center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit FreePayrollQuotes.com for your free quote. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Biden unveiled the fiscal year 2023 budget Monday, and Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith says it's big on spending and tax increases while being oblivious to the growing dangers threatening our nation and allies. She outlined several items she says are unacceptable. A 4% increase for defense spending amid an international security crisis, less funding for the Department of Homeland Security while the crisis at the border grows, a 39% reduction for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers amid the ongoing need for flood control structures, and a recommendation to impose $2.5 trillion in new or increased taxes in the midst of record inflation. It's a shame that our solutions are being ignored during this crisis, but they, it is falling on completely deaf ears in the White House. To hear the entire interview with the senator, log on to supertalk.fm. Another round of severe weather is expected Wednesday afternoon and evening. The National Weather Service in Jackson says damaging winds of up to 70 miles per hour and tornadoes are the primary concern. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subject you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. No matter where you go. 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org and it is time on Good Things for Tasty Tuesday. It is brought to you by primeshrimp.com. That's P-R-I-M-E shrimp.com. It is your one-stop shop for pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp. The best part, it is delivered straight to your door and then it goes straight into the freezer for when your family is ready to enjoy. And you can use code Good things, all spelled out, one word, was two words, but makes one into one, <laughs> for $20 off your first order. So that is primeshrimp.com, and you want to make sure you use it. And they just dropped their fourth flavor, which is the garlic, herb, and butter. So now they've got the signature. They've got the Alfredo. They've got the garlic, herb, and butter. And, Brino, your favorite, they've got the... um New Orleans. Louisiana shrimp boil. Louisiana shrimp boil. I always see New Orleans. I can't put the word Louisiana in there whenever I, I think of it uh, that's also versatile. But they claim that this one is their most versatile offering yet. I'd go to toe-to-toe with that over the signature one because I got a recipe for you that. But I will take it. And it's shrimp and garlic butter sauce. You can pour it over pasta. You can pour it over rice, over veggies. You can serve up some shrimp scampi or surf and turf uh, atop a steak. That would be absolutely Absolutely delicious. If you're looking over at supertalktv.com, you'll see um, what it looks like in the package, the garlic, herb, and butter. And with the Alfredo and the garlic butter, you get a meal inside the pouch. So you get the sauce along with the protein. All you have to do is boil it four to five minutes, maybe a little longer, and then you cut it open and then you pour it over whatever it is you're going to serve it and enjoy. I mean, it really is that simple. But I have fallen in love, although I do love the Alfredo. I'm going to try the garlic butter. But the signature one just gives you an opportunity to be a little bit more versatile, which is what you used last week, Rhino, for the taste that I did of the little rice um, thingy, or you know, you use the Louisiana. Yeah, I use the Louisiana shrimp bowl. You could have used the signature one. Oh yeah, one. either one would have worked perfectly. Well. All right. So if you're over at supertalktv.com, or maybe you've seen it, I've already posted it on social media. I made our dinner earlier today, so I wouldn't be late for you guys for Tasty Tuesday. I'm trying, guys. I really am. And I cheated just a little bit by using one of the pre-mix boxes, which it's sad that it feels like cheating because oftentimes as a dietitian or just someone who um, you know, puts good health as a priority, you have been taught that if it's not cooked from scratch, then it's not you know, um, good for you. Now, you could argue all day long that something cooked from scratch or completely sodium-free may tick bo- check boxes in terms of healthier, 
than, you know, getting something pre-seasoned or in a box. But I, I would I would argue that the you know, that it's it's minimal in terms of nutritional difference. And as long as you don't have an allergy or some other sort of um, medical reason, then it's OK to use something that's convenient every now and then. Right. Unless you choked on it or you're allergic to it. No one's ever died because a meal was a little bit more convenient. And when we utilize these convenient foods or things that have have further along the way in the preparation process, you're more likely to, one, add variety to your family's menu every week, because let's let's be honest, we eat the same five things all week, every usually, maybe one wild card in there, and that's probably because it's takeout. We don't really expand past, and if you do, then you get burned out, because you feel like you're always having to try new things from scratch. So I always like to keep some of those ready-to-make meals, just add the protein in our pantry for an easy weeknight, and one of our favorites is like red beans and rice, or dirty rice, or the yellow rice. You can get the Spanish rice, too, that comes in all the different flavors. Now, I have up there the Louisiana um, brand. No connection to that whatsoever. You can do Zatarans. You could do what I'm sure there's a Mississippi-based company that I've overlooked for that. The thing is, you just find what your family likes. And if you do have health concerns, many of these brands now do come in gluten-free, lower sodium, whatever it may be. And it takes all the guesswork. You don't have to measure anything. You just boil water. You throw it in. And what have we learned here on Good Things, Rhino? We don't what the rice. Stir it. We don't stir the rice. You let it do its thing until the end. And meanwhile, while that was boiling, my red beans and rice from a box, I feel somebody gasped right now. If you would like to make your red beans and rice from scratch on a weeknight, you go right ahead. But sometimes it's just easier this way. While that was going, I just boiled another pot of water. I threw in um, the signature shrimp in the pouch. I let it cook for its four minutes. And then I added it to uh, the red beans and rice mixture. And because my husband is my husband, he was like, you can't have red beans and rice without sausage. So I did um, added deer sausage. I cooked up linked deer sausage cut like you would expect to be in red beans and rice. So the shrimp is the unexpected part here, right? It's that opportunity to use prime shrimp in a, in a unique place. You just toss that shrimp in there. More than likely, you're never going to have that on a weeknight. That that elevates your weeknight meal already. And you could leave the sausage out. Like if you want to make it lower in fat, a little bit more lean, or just to your tasting, when you when you get your prime shrimp pouches, there's two pouches in the big pouch. Like it comes, so it's two servings in one pouch. Correct. And but I would say if you wanted to leave out in this particular recipe or menu idea or meal idea, you could leave out the sausage and you could go full throttle with both pouches of shrimp if you really wanted, you know, that to have a little bit more of a seafood red beans and rice. Seafood red beans and rice. Absolutely you could. I mean you could get away with one pouch and no sausage. You're just gonna eat a lot more rice and beans. I mean, depending and that's fine too, depending on what it is that you want. And my husband came in, had the house smelling well. He was like, Oh, a treat for lunch. I was like, Yes, this is your dinner for lunch because I've got to get it in time for for uh, my good things friends. And so anyway, it turned out great. Completely finished within thirty minutes. You know it's gonna taste good because you utilized the opportunity of the pre measured, pre seasoned everything. And it was a neat to have shrimp. On a Tuesday where you normally wouldn't have taken the time. I know I wouldn't have taken the time to prepare shrimp to add to red beans and rice on a on a Tuesday on a Tuesday afternoon. So that's 
that's it. If you want to find it, you can find it over at um, supertalk.fm. Rhino has it up there. You can also find it on uh, social media. But it, it's just simple. Like, that took that took nothing but grabbing some things out of the freezer and off the shelf. And really, all I did was boil water. Ah, well, I guess I cooked the brown the sausage just a little bit before I started in. But, I mean, anybody can do that. Yeah, how hard is that? Yeah. I'm excited about the garlic herb and butter because... As versatile as the other flavors have been, garlic seems to be even more versatile in my culinary experiments. So, yeah, I'm excited to try that one and give it all kinds of fusions around the world with different cooking. I just like the fact that it's already done kind of like the Alfredo when you just put it over rice or you just put it over your pasta or whatever it may be. I am. I bet it would be incredible on a salad. Yeah, I'm in that moment in life where, like, you got to make it simple. Let's not complicate dinner. I just don't have time for it every now and then. But for the most part, you know, crock pot, boil it, stir it. That's about, you know, make it as easy for me as possible without losing the integrity of the actual meal. You know, you do have to have a level of of, um, that you want the flavor as well as the quality of the food to be to deem it healthy. (laughs) But but I mean, it's there. There's there's so many workarounds um, with that for sure, for uh, absolutely for sure. Now, have you cooked up? I saw you cook up waffles. What was the waffle thing all about? Oh, yeah. I had nanner waffles on uh, on Sunday. And that was just in the course of getting ready to move. I have a deep freeze, a chest freezer that I need to pretty much get as much out of there as I can so that I can then transfer the rest to the freezer at the new place and defrost that so the movers can move it for me. Because if you remember, it doesn't fit in my car. And that was a whole different story. But uh, so, yeah, that's that's on the movers list. So I need to get that taken care of. So Sunday I'm looking in there and I go, oh, I got a box of waffles in here. I need to eat up. I got some bananas that are going get to gonna get too ripe on me if I don't use them. So... Nanner waffles, and they're delicious. All you got to do is do your waffles in your toaster or toaster oven the way you normally would. Slice up a couple bananas, mm-hmm. how, whatever thickness you want, but put enough on there to where you can get a banana per bite, and then top it with maple syrup just like you normally would. Oh, it's amazing. You're missing the peanut butter. You missed an entire opportunity to take that to the stratosphere of amazingness. You know, that's I feel like that would be more of a dessert waffle than a breakfast waffle. Says the guy who wants something nothing but sugary. Where's the anchor in that meal, Rhino? You got carb, carb, carb. Put a little... Happy people eat carbs. <laughs> All you needed was a thin layer of peanut butter between the waffle and the banana, and then you, and I was, then you drizzle it. Because if the waffle's warm, then the peanut butter melts. But I wouldn't have said no to the way you did it either. Next time, I'll just make sure you have some peanut butter. All righty. Don't forget, primeshrimp.com, P-R-I-M-E, shrimp.com. Use good things, all spelled out, for $20 off your first order. And stick with us. we got more for you up next.
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young for your HP-wide format equipment and supplies needs. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, May cotton was down 226 to 136.81. July cotton was down 206 to 133.25. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were down 21 and a quarter to 1643 per bushel. July soybeans were down 23 cents to 1623 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was down 22 and a quarter to 7.26 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was down 22 cents to 7.08 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up 170 to 138.47. August live cattle was up 122 to 138.52. May feeders up 432 to 169.40. August feeders up 307 to 181.40. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 263 points, 35,219. I'm Dixon Williams. It's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. When you're spraying dicamba, you need it to be effective, but you also need it to be convenient. That's why Loveland Products create a new Delta Complete, available exclusively at Nutrient Ag Solutions. Delta Complete offers both a DRA and VRA, plus water conditioning, a D-foam package, and a molybdenum inclusion to aid nitrogen uptake. It's the complete one-jug solution that's completely convenient, too. Ask your Nutrient Ag Solutions crop consultants about new Delta Complete. Always read and follow local guidelines and label requirements. The will of a farmer is like no other. Forged by the strength of generations past. Propelled by the hope of what lies ahead. Unpredictability cannot shake its resolve. It wears a coat of courage and commitment. Boots made of love for the land. At BASF, we support you with tools for tomorrow. New chemistries, seed traits, and technologies. Because we know the world's future will be fed by the will of a farmer. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Visit Mississippi.org. And CPR Fest is returning to the grounds of the Mississippi Gulf Coast in Biloxi on Saturday, April the 2nd. You'll be able to see Three Doors Down along with Seether, Bad Flower, and many other rock bands all together in one incredible show. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster or at the Mississippi Ghost Coliseum and Box Office. And Rhino, you and I are today years old. I always love it when I'm today years old and you have like that mind moment I had no idea. And I think we probably both knew. We just never made the connection. No, Me, I think I have a more valid excuse for... Because you're not a... Yeah, it didn't quite click. You're not um, a chick. Yeah. But... So I was today years old before it dawned on me the genius of the simplicity in the name of the pantyhose that was sold in plastic eggs. Mm-hmm. Legs, pantyhose. L apostrophe E-G-G-S legs and we got that thanks to for somebody on the ceasefire text line from the 601 they chimed in and said if i'm not mistaken those were legs pantyhose we were talking about the giant easter eggs that would come out everyone and now i also know why i didn't see them very often as a child because they weren't around very long when i was a child they quit making the plastic eggs in 91 so all the ones I had for later childhood were just leftovers from when they were still in stock. Which you still have some grannies out there who still have them. Oh, yeah. And have them in their protective little egg or ran by the gas station. Not the gas station. Ran by the little um, the store. Maybe the gas station at one point, but probably not. Little corn store, pharmacy kind of place to have to pick up a pair on the way to church or, you know, before whatever because they got running the other ones. I'm telling you, women need to be liberated from pantyhose. <laughs> I liberated myself years and years and years ago. In fact, I mean, I'm 38, so I should have been way out of the realm of like that being necessary for like jobs and at one point uh, early in my career I had an opportunity to potentially uh, go for a job I won't name where but the requirement was every day Monday through Friday all seasons of Mississippi pantyhose and closed toed shoes well you're not for me (laughs) it's not for me I can't do it I just can't do it I can't my knees and my toes need to be free that's all I'm going to say and so, um, but hey, I mean, some of you eat, sleep, live that that uh, era. I'm so sorry for you. I don't want to wind up on some list or I would go farther down the rabbit hole of, of legs pantyhose because apparently it's wild. They had books published about arts and crafts you could do with the eggs. <laughs> you really, you really hung in on that and sort of ran with it. I mean, well, I mean. Even though there's so many things that you get every day that you kind of do other things with. I mean, you could go down a rabbit hole of things you could do with a milk carton, right? With the, even like the little ones. Oh, yeah, the, the egg cartons, toilet paper, paper rolls, rolls, paper towel rolls. My daddy loved the – and they don't make them like they used to, as he would say. But when you would buy like a um, pound of meat 
and it was that little pla- that little black oh, yeah, they used the to be tray. T- the tray they used to be tougher than they are now oh yeah and he created a whole thing in his shop where that tray was like the little insert thingy and so he could pu- it was lightweight he pull it out he washed it off if he needed to or, or you know um, resourceful Oh yeah, I mean that's, that was a, a way to to keep screws and bolts and stuff separated. You just keep the glass baby jars, which I don't even know if they use glass anymore. But that's what my dad used. He had glass baby jars, and the mm-hmm. top you would screw that to the underneath of a shelf, and then you could just screw the jar up there, and it holds it. We had one pantyhose egg every Easter that my meemaw would hide with money in it. That is awesome, and she put it up. For safekeeping, and that egg will probably be here when Jesus comes back because that's probably why they stopped making them. They are not biodegradable. They probably end up costing more than the actual patios on the inside, and they figured out a cheaper way to deliver you your leg smotherers. And that is no knock to like actual leggings when it's cold and you want to have a pretty dress on. It is the pantyhose. That serve zero purpose. Zero purpose. Zero. <laughs> One day, Rhino, I'm gonna get you in a pair. Just, <laughs> just so you can understand why there's, you know, I don't know why women burn bras. That has a good place in society. I mean, I've worn compression shorts under baseball uniforms. Those can be a booger. Yes, but even then, they at least served a purpose. It wasn't like, oh, let me put on these uncomfortable shorts because society tells me I need to. And then you get to run in them. You never panicked because your compression shorts had a hole in them, did you? No, not once. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I'm taking offense to it. (laughs) But if you still wear them, it's up to you. That's cool. Alrighty, stick with us. You got more coming up next with the boys with Sports Talk. They won't talk about pantyhose, I'm sure, <laughs> from three to six. But Rhino and I will be back with you tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.